0: So, Jeff, I'm excited about today's show. We're going to talk about working in retirement.
1: Tony, isn't that a, an oxymoron?
0: Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals, your money and your plans in perfect harmony. And now here is Paladin Financial Talk with Jeff Foley.
1: Hello everyone. Welcome. This is Jeff Foley with Paladin Financial and thank you for tuning in as always to Paladin Financial Talk. We've got a great show today. As we talked about in the open there, we're going to talk about working in retirement, which I know we shouldn't be if we're in retirement. We shouldn't be working, but hey, we'll we'll roll with it. But uh, we've got a, it's a great information we're going to talk about today to give you some food for thought with that. But first of all, Tony Shore, our lovely co-host, remote host today. How are we doing, sir?
0: Yes, I am the remote host. So Uh, I don't know about lovely, but I'm doing good. I've had a great (laughs) week, Jeff, and I can't complain. It's been a good one. I will tell you this, Jeff, uh, favorite time of year, fall. And it's here. I love the cool, crisp, cool nights because you open up the windows, turn off the AC, and you can breathe again. And I sleep so much better uh, when it's cool out at night and you just have the window cracked a little bit. How about you?
1: yes yeah very much enjoy it same same thing let let the nature rain in on you yeah it's it's beautiful um have you gotten your first psl
0: uh (laughs) No, no no i haven't
1: i've never had one i think i had a sip of one at one point but yeah anyway
0: Uh, is that pumpkin spice latte? Is that what you're referring to? Yes. At first I was like, (laughs) when you said PSL, my first thought was profit and loss statement coming from you, a financial guy. I'm like, why did he ask me about a P and L? And then I realized, oh no, no, I try to avoid the pumpkin spice. Yeah. I don't like any of the spice girls, but pumpkin spice was my least favorite. (laughs)
1: Oh, I love it. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Oh, there we go. Little. There we go. So yeah, COVID and camping, we got the end of the, the summer here, oh. family, three of the four of us caught the old COVID, oh, got no. through the other side okay. Um, don't recommend it, but it yeah, it was we were fortunate. Um, so we, we got that box checked and Jax and I went on our first camping trip. I haven't camped since I was a, a teenager and uh, we did one night in oh, no! park up north and <laughs> tent and all that. Wow, and, you slept
0: uh, on the ground?
1: Mm hmm. Yeah.
0: Wow. Jeff, that's uh that's pretty adventurous. So just you and your son, Jax.
1: Yep. Yeah, it was it was good. It was a lot of fun.
0: That's cool. You know. Did you just uh, kind of do that on your own or was it part of a, a group like Scouts or something?
1: Yeah, just on our own. Yeah. Wow. Yep. Wow. I'm impressed. That's neat. Did what did Jax think of it? He loved it. Yeah. He got to use a pocket knife for a day. So he was very oh, excited way. about that. Wow. Well, heavy supervision. Yeah. Was, yeah. I made him wear welder's gloves.
0: That's good. Yeah. The big, thick, heavy gloves.
1: <laughs> <Or welding> gloves. <laughs> <laughs>
0: mittens. It was hard right. for him to handle the knife in the mittens, but that's yeah. awesome. That's awesome. Well, that sounds like fun. You get to go camping. See, that's this time of year, late summer, early fall, best time of year in this area. Uh, by far. I mean, it's, yeah, I I don't, everyone I say that to, they're like, oh yes, I agree. Yeah. Pretty much everyone's on board with that one. So you had COVID, you went camping. So you got those two things out of the way, which has to be nice (laughs) to check those boxes. (laughs) It's like, wow. I'm not a big fan of either one. Uh, to be honest, I remember having to go camping with my son when he first joined Cub Scouts. Oh, Mm -hmm. just brutal. I'm not, uh, you know, I'm not a camping guy. It's like, uh, Hey honey, let's burn a couple of vacation days to sleep on the ground. No, thank you. <laughs> my family though. Unfortunately, my wife and kids love it. So I've been dragged out more than a few times to sleep oh, in the shoot. tent, but I'm, I've learned I bring the air mattress. I got a single air there mattress with a portable pump. That thing. I will not, I will, I can't sleep without it.
1: So yeah. that's just me. The lifesaver. That's yeah, good.
0: <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. But uh, we camped 4th of July and between fireworks and the screaming baby in a tent not far from ours in the next site over, mm. uh, I got zero sleep
1: that time. No. So, oh, shoot.
0: That was my last. And I vowed never to go camping again. So uh, so what are we talking about working in retirement? Why would we work in retirement? I mean, yeah, uh,
1: I don't I, understand. I, I don't either. No, no. no. So retirement is often. You know, couch is a sort of be all end all. You work for years, you put your money in the barn for later and boom, you leave the office for the last time at some point. And from there, it's nothing but golf and the beach and trips and all that fun stuff. And that might sound good on the old uh, retirement brochure, but it's not for everyone. Um, a lot of people do enjoy doing something and keeping their brain engaged and being social throughout retirement. So today we're going to look at some retirement alternatives or ways to ease into retirement, some options to consider and, uh, jump right into that. So, you know, a lot of retirees want to keep working once they've left their careers and, Something generally more low-key, casual, less of a commitment, more flexibility on things. Well, we found a cool article in preparing for today's show on Kiplinger's called Great Jobs for Retirees. And it lists about a couple dozen different job opportunities, things for people to consider uh, to make either a little extra money or to have that social engagement along the way. So we'll, we'll jump right into to these here. Uh, the first one is a being an adjunct professor. And a lot of colleges and universities are looking for professionals to share their experience and wisdom with students in a variety of different ways. And some schools do require a master's degree in order to be an adjunct professor, but some don't. So you might look at you know, the community colleges uh, that are in your area or four-year colleges and see what they're looking for. And they're always looking for good teachers. So that could be an exciting opportunity there.
0: Well, yeah, that. That's huge. And I think there are a lot of obviously great passionate professors out there or full-time professors, but I think the students really sit up and take notice and pay attention with somebody, you know, when somebody with real world experience comes in, uh, who's done the job that they're thinking about and gives them an insider's perspective on it.
1: Yeah, I agree with that. I remember back in college when you'd have guest speakers come in, local business owners, that was always an eye-opening experience because you felt like, college isn't quite showing me what's really happening out there. And, and I remember being aware of that. So it's, it's a great opportunity to share your lifetime of experiences with people that are just getting started off with their career. So that's a good one to look at. Another one similar is that teaching at the K through 12 level is something to consider. School districts are looking for opportunities for that, for substitute teachers um, and it varies state to state, whether or not you need a teaching certificate. So you want to look at your local school district's website and their hiring policies for different, uh, type of teaching positions as we're working as, as an adjunct professor substitute teacher teaching gives you an opportunity to share what you've learned. Uh, but now it's a, a younger audience along the way.
0: Yeah. And that's, that's true too. I mean, in general, uh, teaching is a good one. I think there, uh, who knows, maybe you'll inspire a
1: young person to pursue the same career that you spent so many years enjoying, right? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, another one is serving as a patient advocate. So this one's intriguing because you can make some extra money while doing something good for other people and the satisfaction that, that goes along with that, but, but just simply doing good. And this one, the name pretty much says it all. As a patient advocate, you'll spend your time advocating for your client's medical needs and wishes. And in general, those advocates charge between $150 and $400. They might carry 10 to 20 clients at a time, depending on the type of advocacy that you're offering. Uh, One resource you can look at for that is healthadvocateresources.com. And they have a number of different things that you can look at to explore that uh, opportunity and see if that's something that's a good fit for you. Another one is working as a tour guide. So you think of the national parks in Minnesota, we have so many great parks as we just, uh, Jackson and I experienced here recently, historical sites. Uh, there's a lot of places that, um, you might enjoy being at as a, as a, uh, workplace. Um, I heard actually on the radio coming in today, the oldest park ranger in the United States just turned a hundred years old. Oh, Wow. Yeah, kind of kind of cool. And she was uh, 85 years old when she started doing that. I think she's in California somewhere. That's crazy. Well, that's true. You know, my grandfather, uh,
0: Grandpa Bob is 100. And uh, he later in life, he started uh, painting and taking photographs and making picture frames. And then he started quilting when he was in his 90s. So, (laughs) I mean, you know, you can do it, but you have
1: to stay active, right? Yep. Yep. It's, that's very important. So that's another opportunity. You could look at the National Federation of Tourist Guide Associations. That's a mouthful. National Federation of Tourist Guide Associations. They have a website, which is N is in Nancy, F is in Frank, T is in Tom, G as in George, A as in apple.com. So NFTGA.com. And again, some resources there to explore that as an opportunity.
0: Yeah, I didn't know that it was such such an official thing to be a tour guide and that you could get, uh, you know, certified as a tour guide. But being a tour guide is a great one, you know, especially at a national park. I know so many retirees love that type of thing, and uh, that sounds like a good one to me. Uh, I like that. And I think so far you've really detailed how retiring doesn't, you know, it doesn't always mean you're done working. It just means you're
1: more in control of how and when you work, which is the important part of it.
0: So what do you have for us next?
1: Yeah. Uh, another uh, opportunities within national parks, going back to that, not just tour guides, but they have a lot of uh, help that they need in different areas, hotel clerks, gift shops, cook servers. So again, uh, if you like that community and being in that, uh, you know, outside and, and the park, and that, that uh, can be a good resource to look at. Um, another one is looking at being a, a youth sports official or referee. So it gets you out of the house, gets you some exercise along the way, and, uh, you know, give you an opportunity to be around young kids and uh, share some some uh, excitement with them, uh, keep you on your toes. So that's something to look into. And uh, if you have a sports background, that can be particularly interesting to you as well. Sure. Well,
0: see, that there you go. Now that, I know that there are, you know, there's a shortage of youth sports officials. I read an article about it, in fact. Uh, even here in Minnesota, you know, there's a lot of local uh, sports associations in, in different areas, especially around the state, and they are always looking for referees or officials. And I know that uh, a lot of seniors like to do that. I mean, if if they played baseball when they were in high school or college, maybe they want to be an umpire or uh, a basketball ref. And a lot of refs get paid, and so you can earn a little money. Uh, you know, extra money while having a positive impact on the kids in our community. That's our good
1: one, yeah, and who doesn't like being yelled at by uh, an overbearing parent you know that's that's <laughs> you mean at the soccer game, I wasn't supposed to get up and throw my
0: folding chair onto the field. <laughs> Correct. correct. <laughs> when they called my daughter offsides, oh, expletives uh, deleted. No, I'm yeah. not one of those parents at all. I just, yet those parents ruin the game for everyone. It's
1: just like, settle down. <laughs> yeah, we're all in this together. That's right. Yeah. Uh, another one to look at is tutoring, and it's kind of like the being a professor, but you know, tutoring and whatever it is that you have a passion for. Some people like to paint, or you're good at math. You're, you have patients, so tutoring someone along the way, kids or high school kids, whatever it might be, uh, that's an opportunity. Um, and you can, there are websites out there that are searching for tutors in different areas that you could hook up with and they'd help promote you. Uh, contact school districts in your area. Um, and then there's, you know, community apps, uh, whatever community app you use in your area that. There's an opportunity there to look at as well, so that's another one. Uh, working as an usher, there's a lot of places that you know, that would be a, a good opportunity. Theaters, yeah, uh, art venues, you know, baseball. I know I have a couple of different clients that are ushers at local sports places, the professional sports places, and it gives you an opportunity to make some money, get some exercise, but also be around and get to watch the ball game for free to a degree. So that's, uh, or concerts. To I mean, yeah. you know,
0: concerts nowadays, you can get concerts that cost, you know, 200 to a thousand dollars a ticket for decent seats, or you can be an usher, get paid to be there and still catch some of the show. I, I love that idea. And I see a lot of seniors when I go to, you know, the state theater to catch a concert or the XL energy center to catch a game or a
1: concert. Uh, I see a lot of uh, retirees working there as ushers. hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's a un- unique thing. And you can try out some of these different things. You might try a couple of them and juggle a few, but um, th- those are some opportunities to look at. Another one is child care and helping watch kids. That might range from $15 an hour to $40 an hour, depending on your area. And you can, again, promote yourself on community bulletin boards and the apps that are out there nowadays. Uh, care.com is a, another one, or sittercity.com. And a lot of parents would feel more comfortable having a, a, a retired person working, working their kid rather than an unpredict potentially unpredictable teenager.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you're gonna have somebody watch your kid, that's one that I wouldn't have. Uh thought was too common for retirees is childcare, but you know, you're right. And you make a great point, uh, because, um, Jeff, because a 70 year old babysitter is a lot less likely to get distracted by
1: TikTok and
0: Instagram
1: and their phone, true. Uh, than a 15 year old sitter. Right. The, the, I would agree with that. And generally, although on Facebook, you know, that's the highest, uh, growing segment of the Facebook users is oh, yes. people in the, people in the retirement age, but yeah, yep. I would generally agree true. with that. Uh, another one, if you're an animal lover is being a pet sitter or dog walker. I know there's a couple in our neighborhood that do that. Uh, they work from their house and people drop their pets off. They walk them and whatever it is that they do, but that's an, that's a good opportunity. You might pop into people's houses and let their, their pets out during the day. A pretty low key, uh, job there. Something to look at. There's a website, rover.com that can give you some opportunities resources for that, give you an opportunity to promote that. You could also go to your local pet stores, talk to them. They might know of places or people or, or websites to use for that. So that's a a four-legged, uh, opportunity. Sure.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, dog walking, it's
1: kind of the best of both
0: worlds there. I mean, that's a double whammy because You know, it's important to stay active, and then you get your daily exercise while still uh, walking some furry pals, all while getting paid. That sounds great to me.
1: I like that. I think maybe we're gonna we'll transition some of our clients into walking financial planning. Ah, we'll 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 bring the pie charts with us. (laughs) I'm gonna try that out. Tune in next time. We'll see how that goes.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh-oh. I mean, not Another, all, not all uh, ideas are good ones, but I mean, no.
1: that's, <laughs> I just, I like job. my wife. <laughs> um, free freelancing is a, <laughs> that's a great idea. We'll consider that. Um, <laughs>
0: we'll, we'll consider it, which means <laughs> a great idea. You know, we should probably consider that.
1: And then she switches the topic. She's just like with the kids. So she redirects me. <laughs> redirects at, oh, look at that. Is that a blue jay? Huh? <laughs> Jeff, you're looking
0: good. Did you do something different with your hair? I mean, uh, your shirt today.
1: (laughs) Oh, (laughs) let's
0: see what I did. All right. So what's next?
1: Uh, freelancing. So you might make 30 to $70 an hour doing freelance for media companies, corporations, a lot of different opportunities there. There's a number of different websites. If you, uh, Google freelance writing, you know, the, the a couple of different sites will bring, come up there. Freelancewriting.com is one or f- freelancewritinggigs.com, freelancer.com are a few different ones. So yeah, you know, look at those and see what kind of opportunities there are to, to, uh, yeah.
0: Well, and another one, you said, uh, you know, writing or designers, uh, that that type of thing, writing, editing and design, but um photographers too. I I would imagine. I I know a lot of older people. I mentioned my grandfather, but you know, they've taken up photography and it's become a real passion, you know, thanks to digital cameras and stuff, right?
1: Yeah, that is. So you think of you- you've heard of Getty Images or iStock, someone has to take those pictures that get out there. Yep. Um, usually to get on those sites, you have to submit some samples to show your, your quality is decent. But yeah, that could be a good opportunity to do something that you enjoy, you have as a hobby, but also make some money from that. And tying in with that is extension is maybe selling some of your creations, whether oh, it's yeah. pottery or you know crafts or different things like that. There's always a market for those. Uh, craft shows or. You know, probably struggling. I haven't been to a craft show, luckily, in quite a while.
0: Luckily, but, uh, <laughs> you threw in. <that laughs> Did I say that there? out loud? Wow, you kind of uh, <laughs> you kind of threw that one under the bus. But some no, people, no love offense it.
1: to our craft show enthusiasts, that yeah. Might be I listening. mean,
0: you know, some people. Honestly, my sister-in-law makes jewelry, and you know, they you can do quite well at that at some shows, but you know, that's, uh, it's not for everyone. Let's just put it that way. And, uh, people have made money on it. Uh, but y- if you didn't transition to online, you probably haven't done so well with that career the last year, couple
1: of years. So yeah, because of COVID. Yeah. <laughs> so there's a lot of different creative opportunities. Again, that uh, Kiplinger article that I mentioned there at the beginning, check sure. that out. They've got a couple dozen, uh, options to consider there. Just sit and brainstorm. What do you have a passion for? What are you wanting to do? Where do you want to spend your time? And there, there are going to be some opportunities there to create some walking around money and and uh, help cover some dinners and meals along the way. Yeah. Um, bus driving is a huge one right oh, now. There's man, big have shortage. You, have you seen national news stories about bus driver shortages? And here
0: in the cities, I know in our school district uh, where my daughter still goes to high school, they have no. Fortunately, she has her license. But for those with young kids, it's terrible. There are no. Uh, bus drivers. And so they haven't been able to meet all the routes. So that is a serious shortage. So if you don't mind driving in a bus full of screaming kids, that could be a possibility. I know a lot of retirees who do shuttle bus driving and bus driving. So that's, that is a
1: common one for retirees and a good one. Yep. Um, another one, um, think of with COVID and the amount of delivery, you know, grocery business or pick it up at the curb. So it could be a, a grocery shopper, or delivery or, or Amazon or whoever is running around and delivering stuff nowadays, there's a lot of opportunities there to, to, uh, get some exercise, get out and about and, uh, consider that. But the whole point of this and, and why are we talking about this today? If we step back big picture is to look at what you want to do in retirement and where you want to spend your time. But for some people, they, they need to make some money in retirement, but they, they don't want the 40 hour a week you know, grind that they had for a number of years. So look at some opportunities here and how does that fit into your overall financial plan and your needs and your your uh, your mental uh, health along the way. And those are things that we help our clients to navigate and think through, what do you need to do versus what do you want to do and how do we make those match together. So encourage everyone that's listening, if you haven't come in to meet with us and get that complimentary second opinion on your situation, on your retirement plan, We'll do a a thorough review of here's where you're at here's what we would suggest you do differently and why in order to optimize what you have whether that's your assets and where you're taking money out how do you minimize taxes uh, is there anything you can do to maximize your social security benefits or pension whatever the situation might be that's what we do for our clients and we'd love the opportunity to serve you as well Uh, give us a call our number is 651-842 8406. You can also check us online at P A L A D I N P-A-L-A-D-I-N.com or send us an email at info at financialpaladin.com. But we'd love the opportunity to chat with you, learn a little bit more about your situation, how we might be able to help you out and give you some suggestions on how to improve your retirement.
0: All right. That sounds great, Jeff. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of Paladin Financial Talk with our host, Jeff Foley. Thank you for listening to Paladin Financial Talk. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Jeff Foley at Paladin Financial. Call 877-219-3199 or visit their website at financialpaladin.com.